Yo, 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 yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Let's talk about culture for today's quickie. Specifically, awareness. So Renee and I was at dinner last night and overheard a couple refer to what was clearly an African wedding as look at that Indian wedding. And it took me a second to, to, to question myself, actually, wait, did I really hear what I heard? And so I quietly whispered to Renee, did they say Indian? And he confirmed that, yes, that's what they said, right? And I, <laughs> I don't know why, but it triggered me, right? That comment triggered me. And mostly because how does one confuse Africans to Indians, right? They're different, right? They are, they're different, right? And I don't need to go through why they are, right? But let me say, I'm not well-versed in everyone's culture. And, you know, there are a lot of ethnicities that are ambiguous to me. And that's fair and that's fine. And, it, and I guess Africans to Indians, some would say the same thing. I don't see it, but, you know, I guess, you know, give someone the benefit of the doubt there for one second, I guess. Um, but I make sure that I definitely try to understand. And furthermore, I go beyond that and I seek knowledge for understanding. So I was really hoping to hear them say it again, to be honest, for confirmation, but I didn't hear it. So I let it go after some time, but it, it did bother me a tremendous lot, um, do, at, at that moment. And so I was enjoying learning just in life, you know, enjoy learning about different cultures and customs of my friends. You know, I, I find it fascinating. And, you know, I, I like to, some people use the word cultural appropriation. And I know that could be a triggering topic for some, some, some individuals. For me, it's not. I honestly look at it differently. I applaud when others support not mock or anything like that, but support other cultures, right? And they and they embrace it, right? I find that as a sign of respect. And and of course that is subjective, right? And and everyone's comment is subjective. Those who think cultural appropriation is inappropriate for some people, that's subjective as well. Right. And so for me, enjoying, embracing, and understanding other cultures are I love it. I I definitely and truly love it. All the time. So in particular, what bothers me when it comes to people who are like closed off to the world around them, um, they, they somewhat focus solely or exclusively on, on focuses something about like them being inward, right? It's only about their specific community, their culture, their environment, their, you know, their friends or their friend circle. And they, they are not as open to others, um, you know, maybe cultural, uh, cultural when they speak with someone, right? Or 
are very respectful, but don't go beyond establishing that relationship of understanding and, and openness, right? And I think that is very important for everyone to do. So, you know, if you can, please step outside yourself and your culture and appreciate cultures and the world around you. Start today. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So I usually have some iced iced tea <laughs> or some tea that I pour over ice <laughs> and or water when I'm recording these podcast episodes. But today I have some rosé on deck. So, so, so good. If you guys know some really good Brut Rosé, I'm not a big fan of the wine rosé. Brut Rosé. Shout me out. Leave me a comment. You can email me at x3cmedia at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at x3c. Um, and, and just leave me some comments, or if you have my cell phone number, hit me up on tell. I'm looking for some really good rosés. I... um. I'm going to buy a not a mini fridge, but like but actually a wine cooler, like a wine enthusiast, maybe like an 18 bottle um, wine cooler or chiller, and it's probably gonna be filled with rosé to be honest with you. But I am looking for some options, right? I really would like to get into some really good, smooth tasting rosé. You know, nothing too expensive. Or maybe a few expensive bottles. Hey, hey, I don't even really care. Just give me some options out there that you guys have experienced that are really, really good. If you like Brut Rosé. All right, so let's talk about transitioning everything to home. So I'm really excited about this, this topic in this episode. So because it really resonates with me. And I actually found myself slipping into a little bit of a danger zone. Um... So what I mean by transitioning everything to the home, I'm specifically talking about since the pandemic started or the dangers we're doing everything at home, right? It's been a big push for the world around us, especially our work and professional environment to transition from the work building to at home, telework, remote work, um, working via video right and so i felt it was definitely necessary just just to get it all out there you know how i'm feeling about this and this episode is not necessarily about like working at home and the design you need to have and are you know the dangers of you know the benefits of going into the office or not going into the office right we, we you know we could talk about all of that right i have an episode called back to the office um, I think it was my 25th episode, to be honest. And if you guys can check that one out, if you haven't already done so, I would say give that a listen if you want to really dive into like that back to the office environment. And to be honest with you, how to set up a home environment. And so, but today's episode is really not about that. It's about what I consider the dangers of doing everything at home. And so I want to dive into 
some areas in which I've changed. And hopefully this resonates with you guys as well. So working remotely. Seriously, the joy of not having to take the train an hour and a half each way and jumping on a commuter bus. It's, I won't say it is life changing, but it's close. It's three hours of my day, of my day, three hours of my day that I am now able to either sleep more or be more productive at home. I'm able to hang out more at home, maybe even do projects, clean a home. I'm able to do, just do so much more, right? It's, it's, it's the joy of being at home for those additional hours is tremendous. And, and you know, I, I don't know how to state this even more. You know, it's, it's, you know, if you take those three hours and divide it by 24 hours in your day, it's like 12.5% or 12% or 13%, whatever you want to look at it, between 12 and 13% of your day being given back to you in some manner. That's significant. And if you take that times, excuse me, the rose is a little bubbly there. If you take that times a week, you know, you're really saving a lot of time. And you're giving yourself back that time. I think that is critical. You're giving yourself back that energy that you need, right? You're not getting dressed in the morning early again, you know, like, or, or at nighttime, right? Preparing your clothes at night. Um, if you're really efficient, like I used to be, or preparing your lunches, you know, for that manner, you can do that or still prepare your lunches, but it's now you have a little bit more freedom to do that while at home and still on a work call, right? In some cases, you know, well, I would say pay attention, but sometimes when you're on a video call or work conference call, whatever the case is, and you're not necessarily the speaker, you probably could do other things on mute <laughs> and video off <laughs> so you can take care of some of those other things, but still are participating within the work environment. And so transitioning to working at home for me has been great. Even my awesome stand-up desk work environment which also dubs as my podcast area i truly love it like this is this is really ideal and i specifically spent time and effort to get this right i found the the, the setup i did a lot of research i looked at a lot of different photos on office and home setups i even particularly looked at like youtubers and how they set up their desk environment i really wanted to look into that so if you guys ever want to see some really cool things just search like desk setup on youtube and you're going to find some really fascinating things and obviously you know you may not want to incorporate everything that those individuals did but dedicating a space or an environment for a home setup is clutch it is ideal if you can afford it. If you can do it, do it. It may take you some time. Doesn't matter. Build it in stages. Just get it done. I think it's very important. So working remotely have been a tremendous value for me, my health-wise, my relationship, and in my, my everyday work environment, right? I literally love it. But there can be some dangers there. 
and I'll get to that later in the episode. Let's dive into the home gym. So as many of you know, some don't know, I was a CrossFitter for about nine years, going to a actual box, that's what we call them. The gyms are considered a box, right? And did that for a while and absolutely loved it. Loved it. Loved almost every moment of it. I just loved the joy of learning and pushing myself and and doing things I've never really done before, right? And it was a tremendous value. But building a home gym resulted in no more monthly or annual gym costs, right? I'm now saving money in a lot of it. Well, saving it as opposed to going to the gym. Why well, I am I am saving it, right? I'm I'm I am no longer spending the X amount of dollars every month into a gym. Now as as well as there's like no more distractions, there's no wait time on equipment, which really I didn't necessarily have that problem at my style gym. But you know, some of you, you know, having like distractions in, in those big box gyms and having to wait for equipment because there is a really big demand and a lot of people are there at the time you you can go. Um, There's also like higher cost for programming. Like you're looking for something very specific in terms of your lifting or whatever the case may be. And so working at home helps alleviate all, I'm sorry, the gym working out at home helps eliminate all of that. Or most of it, I should say. Furthermore, let me dive into shopping from home. Buying groceries, clothes even, medicine. I mean, hell, I get my prescription. I go on my app, hit refilled. I get a package a couple of days later. My prescription is in the mail. Like, I don't have to leave the home. Essentials? You don't have to leave the home for that. Amazon sells everything or other websites, right? It's... Essentially, the e-commerce have taken over, but have do, but are doing such a great job at it. Where, why do I have to go to a grocery store, or on chance go to a store looking for something specifically that is out of stock, or they no longer carry it? When shopping from home, it's here. It may come in. The, it may come the same day, or the next day, or a few days. Right? It's it's now all at my fingertips. But again, I'm still doing all of this from home. Let's dive further. Dining at home. So now I'm no longer going out to restaurants. I've minimized the times I've been to brunch. Seriously, have definitely minimized that. And honestly, I'm able to eat healthier. Now, what I mean by that is, so... At home, you have a better chance of controlling the ingredients in your food. In some cases, in those restaurants, you're not necessarily sure exactly how they're cooking or preparing your food, right? Or they're using a healthier oils that they're sauteing your meals in, right? How are they sourcing those vegetables? Are they canned vegetables versus um, frozen vegetables or fresh, locally sourced, organic? It could go on the list, right? But dining at home, you can have your meals prepared for you in a very specific way. Or there are so many different services that provide you with the ingredients of your choice 
so you can prepare those meals yourself or you can actually literally just go on to the store apps because many stores now have you can go to their app and order products that you want and they will have a shopper deliver those to you i mean it's it's mind-blowing right it's it's so much out there that you can utilize from dining at home or shopping at home and all of this in some cases can save you money some cases it does not because obviously there's now a cost related to the delivery and or of those services and so some cases you can't but I will offer if you're out at a restaurant there are chances that you are paying for other associated costs with dining out like the travel there um so if you have a gas car you're paying for gas in that case you're paying for parking or valet in that case and if you're out are you tempted to get a drink yeah you may be right but as opposed to at home if you don't have those drinks around you don't have that temptation so it it's a lot of other factors associated factors with uh, dining at home well i think it's it's a saving value right but i i'm saying all of this so i can transition you guys into what i discovered recently as maybe a danger with doing all of this at home and that is the human nature so we like humans like many other creatures in the in the kingdom here on earth we like to well not like to it's almost we're designed to be around other humans you know reconnecting with other humans can help improve our mental health but conversely isolation like what happens when humans go for long periods of time without with isolation there have been several links to like health issues related to like self exile and you you know there are there are many reports out there i'm not here to like convey you one way or the other if you if you support or not support or believe in like like scientific studies on the human nature and how we are a connected human humanity and how we thrive with being around one another right and so but i believe in that and so i started thinking wow though it is great working at home though it's great that i built a home gym and i really enjoy it though it's great shopping from home and i enjoyed it and i enjoyed dining at home but here's a problem well let me add one more in there entertainment like movies right there are now like disney plus and HBO Max, these these streaming services, or even H, uh, Netflix, that now bring those blockbuster movies directly to us. Well, you don't even have to go out to like a movie theater. That just came to my mind, right? Like we, entertainment is also delivered. I mean, I even recall when Justin Bieber did a metaverse style concert, all from home, right? I started thinking, wow, that's still a way to be interactive, to be honest. But we don't have that physical human reaction and so working at home and doing all those things at home doing this post pandemic new normal right we are we are transitioning 
into something different. And that is bringing up a bunch of questions for a lot of people. It's bringing up hesitation for a lot of people. It's even bringing up resistance from some people, which is all fair and fine, right? You, it, it's part of that storming, norming, forming. And what's the last one? I missed one. You guys got it. There you go. Um, I'll think of it at some point. Um, but that's how, that's where we are, right? We're, we're, we're navigating this change in this air quote new normal. And I'm doing air quote for post pandemic because I understand the pandemic is not over, but many people think it's over. Right. And so you can't see me doing air quotes, but I am. So when I think about all these different factors and how like humans, we like to, to, to communicate and, and we gravitate to one another. I also start to think about like my style in general. And this is something that I rarely hear. Like you really don't hear this when people are talking about remote work. You often hear folks speak of it as being in the office around others and then not being in the office or productivity versus lack of productivity. Though I can tell you, I honestly think my productivity has dramatically increased since working fully at home. I love it. I get online, I get things done, and I'm literally here more times at the desk getting things done because I'm not navigating hallways and navigating from one office, I'm sorry, from one conference room to another hallway conversations, talking to some colleague at their cubicle or at their office. You know, we still have those jabber and video conversations, but I can also still do other things while that's going on, right? It's always a while this is happening. I can be more efficient, efficient during meetings. I can actually provide if someone has a question and answer as opposed to I'll get back with you on the next meeting or we'll have a follow up meeting to discuss this meeting. No, all that stuff is out the window. We are way more productive. Well, some of us are way more productive if you embrace it, right? And so, but the fact that I really, the, the point I'm making here is there, there's one piece of this I think many do not consider. And that is introvert versus extrovert, right? It's how do, how does that affect individuals? Because, so let me dive here. So this is really, <laughs> I struggled with this recently, to be honest with you. I have always considered myself to be an extrovert. Seriously. I think I'm very outgoing. I think I, well, I know I can speak in front of people. I really don't care what size audience it is or the topic. I can talk in front of anyone. However, you know, after having like conversations with a lot of friends, they were really convinced that I was an introvert with extroverted ways, extroverted, if that's a word, ways. <laughs> I wasn't buying it, seriously, wasn't buying it at all. But what I didn't know was that there was like literally four different type of introverts, or I guess there's a spectrum of people who are introvert versus extrovert, people who are introvert or extroverts. So I found one of the four introverts particularly interesting. It was the social introvert. And so I definitely, you guys understand, 
I definitely need time alone to recharge, which is a characteristic of like a social introvert, which I found like shocking as hell. It's like, wait a minute. Thought I was a mad extrovert here, but I need you guys to go away. I need lights and everything and everyone to turn off. I need to restart, recenter so I can then get back out there and re-engage. And that is definitely a characteristic of an introvert. And I went, snap. Didn't I know this? So though I can engage in social activities like in large crowds, but it takes me a little bit of a while to warm up. And I'm not like shy. It just takes me a while to warm up. Like I'm really feeling the essence of the room. I'm feeling the energy of the room. The vibe that individuals are giving off. And depending on how, because I could be moody, how they interact with their energy, it depends on how I'm going to respond to that energy. And so I only could give like so many hours. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, enough, peace. I'm ready to go. I'm out. And that's because shockingly, I'm an introvert. Ooh, did not know it, right? And so the reason why I'm bringing this up because I think it's very important that when having work, remote work discussions or telework type of discussions with colleagues or bosses or surveys or however you communicate this information to leadership of your organization, bring up introvert versus extrovert. Because though I thrive with the at home being alone, not really alone, but being at home there are other people who are opposite, who does not thrive at being home alone. Their energy is being zapped when they are not interacting with other people, right? So I, I, we have to keep that in mind as we're designing this way forward. And as many people say, it's a hybrid approach. The problem I'm finding from all the conversations and the research and the articles and videos I've seen many many organizations and people are struggling with the execution of a hybrid approach and that's why the creativity isn't firing for many people the synapses ain't coming together you know it's just it's just it's all over the place right and and i challenge people at my job to really focus on the execution how does this look let's play this out over a long period of time different scenarios those are the kind of conversations you guys have to have to formulate a well-structured plan and strategy. And so given all of that, I started to think, what's the reason like of all of this? Like, why do I think this is really important? Well, I think cost savings is great, right? No longer paying for the gym, saving money from dining out, even have entertainment here because I have an online subscription, which, you know, you think about it, it's probably $60 a year or about a hundred and I don't know how much I pay for Netflix. I think it was like 20, almost like 20 bucks. It's like $19 or $17. I don't even know what it is. It's one of those numbers, that number. So under $200, right? And you go to a movie theater, your popcorn costs $200. So <laughs> you're definitely saving money. <laughs> when just have these online services versus going out for one movie that's going to cost you $200 for popcorn. Okay, I'm being dramatic there. But it's real close. 
I mean, popcorn is expensive. Have you seen it? Those big buckets with all that butter and salt. Again, it's not as healthy, right? It's I could go on a tangent here. But working from home has its benefits. All of the cost savings. But on the flip side of all that, what about the, the mental and emotional costs that it's doing to you, the individual? That is what I had to start to consider. Maybe I'm doing too much at home. Maybe I'm not getting out there enough. And will I fall into some type of trap or danger mentally where I'm doing everything here in the home and I'm not going anywhere, right? When I do, I, I do things. So don't, don't, don't think I'm not. But I started to think I don't want to fall into some type of cycle or trap where I can't pull myself from. And so because of that, you know, I had a shift my thinking a little bit as I'm doing everything at home I need to balance this off so I have to focus on continuing to engage or engaging with other people or with people in general and exploring outdoor activities now I love outdoor things like I like hiking I play tennis every week I like hanging around with friends even going to the pool here camping <laughs> well it's not glamping, but it's not full-fledged in the sticks camping. So it's like a camping site. <laughs> I like that type of camping. Um, or even like a day camping. That'd be fun. Um, visiting friends or neighbors, etc. Right? Those are like things I can do that's out of these doors. And you can do the you can hang out with your friends outdoors, right? There are things we can do. So I started to think about the things I just covered here, like working from home. Well, it doesn't have to mean working from home. So that's why I like the term working remotely because it doesn't have to be at the home. I can work from a community pool, like our community pool here, or our community clubhouse. I can work from a friend's home, which would be perfect because we can have lunch together at their space, right? Or I can invite a friend over and I can cook lunch. We can have lunch here at the space, right? Like, you can mix things up in that regard. I can even work from a different location to visit family. So now the working from home concept is not me here in the home. It's just I'm not going into the office and now I can work from a different location, but I'm still working the full schedule and hours. So it's slightly shifting that thinking while I'm not always at home or having to go into the office once a week or something like that. So when I think about my gym, home gym, I can invite friends over to work out with me. That's sweet, right? Who wouldn't want to come and work out in an environment that's set up for you, the individual, and you don't have to worry about others around? Now, granted, you know, looking at eye candy in the gym may be helpful for some people. It may be pressure for others um so wherever you are on that spectrum yeah i get it but you know we can i can invite friends over right i could also take the opportunity to, to try something different try a different type of workouts i can even try boxing jujitsu rowing do spartan races or 5k runs i could there are 
unlimited type of things I can do to still interact with people while still working out, right? Um, dining, you know, I could take time to meet up with friends, as I mentioned earlier, for lunch and or dinner. Even better, I can even make time to hang out with coworkers, in which we have done. And I really, truly like that, right? I can hang out with those people that I really get along with. And that's that's fun and tremendous for me. I think that is important that we be creative and we don't have to be so literal on the words, right? And I think that's just super helpful, right? And I, it, so what are, your, what are your thoughts? So no pants required. What are your thoughts on on all of that, right? Are you one, do you see yourself fall into a trap? Not really a trap. Almost going down the road of isolation and how I kind of sort of felt a little bit and feeling that I'm doing too much at home, which was so weird because before the pandemic, I felt I was never home and everything was done outside the home and I had no quality time home alone. I mean, home, like it was just difficult for me. And so switching it off, if you will, or switching it over and now almost everything is at home. I Again, the, the word balance here is critical. Now I'm starting to see I have to purposefully do things outside the home in order to ensure I, I create that balance. And so to you, have post-pandemic changed you in the way that you operate at home or change your normal daily activities? Ask yourself that question. And if it has, even if it's for the best, still ask yourself, have you created balance? Or has it, that new those new activities, or that new activity or those new activities created balance for you? Where you're still engaging with other humans, but also taking that time to be more productive or be more at home or even save money. I think it's always a balance that we have to trade there. So good chat friends really good discussion i really like this topic i can have this with you guys one-on-one if necessary just hit me up i give you my information you can also reach me at information found in this episode or any episode description of no pants required so until next week remember positive vibes leads to positive energy i said that backwards <laughs> positive energy leads to positive vibes don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining, No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace.